Welcome to Royal C-Suite Truth, the ignition point for global impact and your compass for innovation. In this hive of game changers, we empower transformation, connecting one story at a time. So buckle up for a deep dive into the realities of the C-Suite as we continue our journey together. So let's get started. Today, I'm very excited to introduce you to Tracy Lamb. How are you doing, Tracy? And where are you hanging out, hanging out right now? <laughs> <laughs> I am in Florida. I'm in Tampa, Florida. So yes, thank you so much for having me. Wonderful. It's a pleasure having your show again. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So Tracy Lamb is the CEO founder of Caregiving Worldwide Global Streaming Network. Her journey was born from a simple yet profound understanding. Caregiving is challenging and caregivers needed a platform where support was readily available. I think that mission is just remarkable. Again, very thankful I can talk to you today, Tracy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here and excited to share what I can to help anybody and everybody that we can. Well, you have so much to share. I know that. <laughs> so let's get started. So what inspired you to pursue kind of like a career in leadership and how did you make it into the C-suite? Sure. Well, I uh, I started my own company. That's how I got into C-Suite. Uh, I uh, started my own company four years ago after being with hospice for about 13 years. And I saw what I felt like was a gap in the healthcare industry and that anybody taking care of a loved one at home, whether it was a two-week-old special needs child all the way up to the 105-year-old grandmother and everybody in between, they really just needed kind of a one-stop shop. For them to be able to find products and services that could help them on their caregiving journey and um, you know they just needed to be able to find those resources and so that's basically what i tried to create now that's fantastic i love that you know uh, that you know when i still took care of my mom so it was always kind of like you were missing <laughs> kind of like so where where to go you always have to find the information and, and find everything for yourself. I think uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful service that you provide with your network. So, and what are the biggest challenges you face as, a, as an executive and how do you overcome them typically? You know, I think, I think a lot of the challenges that we, we come to are, you know, when we come to something new and different that we've never done before. Like when I was originally um, offered my TV show, you know, um, I had never done TV. I had never been in mass media. I had absolutely no clue what to do, how to do it, whatever. But I knew it was a golden opportunity. And so rather than say no, I just said yes. And I just decided to kind of baby step it through and ask a lot of different people, you know, how to do it. And I think when you're a leader and you're trying to, you come to different places like that, I think the best thing to do is you always want to say yes, even if it pushes you out of your comfort zone and just go ahead and find mentors and people that can help you to to get to push through and make it to another level. Mm. I, I totally get that. And so what are the co uh, most common mistakes you see leaders make and how can they avoid them? You know, I think one of the most important pieces of the puzzle for any leader, honestly, is humility. You know, you need to be humble enough to know that you don't know everything and you need to be humble enough to be able to say, you know what, I don't know how to do this. I need to ask some people who do, who do. And I think, you know, if, 
if a leader wants to be a good leader, then they need to know, you know, they're never the smartest person in the room, no matter if they're in a room full of their employees or anything else. You need to be willing to listen. You need to be willing to, whether it's to your employees or to friends or to colleagues, you need to be really willing to listen and, and be willing to apply to the, those things that you hear. You know, I think if if you get too arrogant and think that, you know, you know, you know it all, then that's when you're going to start to fail. Have you ever fallen into that trap for yourself? <laughs> no, because I've always, I've known since I started that I <laughs> that I had a lot to learn. I definitely have never read one that, that ever thought that I had. I knew everything in the room. So, no, that's that. I've made a lot of mistakes. Don't get me wrong. God knows I've no. made a lot of mistakes, but but that that one's not one of them. <laughs> no, I didn't believe so. Tracy, I know that. I just want to make sure, right? <laughs> that's amazing. Absolutely. So, what is one valuable piece of advice you would give to other leaders and looking to advance their careers? Sure. I think I think one of the key pieces is you have to get out of your comfort zone, you know, in order for you to really, that's, this is one of the key things I've learned as far as taking my company to the next level is that in order to do that, you, you can't stay comfortable. The minute you're comfortable is the minute you're, you're not going to grow anymore. You know, the reality is, is growth comes when we're uncomfortable and You know, that's where you're really pushing the envelope and you're like, okay, I'm not really sure what I'm doing, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's where, that's where you're going to end up taking it to the next level. Mm -hmm. I hear you. I've, I totally agree with that. So when was the last time you had a breakthrough moment as a leader and what did you learn from that experience? And, you know, in, in your topic caregiving, I think it's so important and relevant, but I, I really would love to have kind of like, if there's an, an, a typical example or something that really stuck to you that uh, when you had this breakthrough moment. Wow. I've had several breakthrough moments in the last 18 months. Um, I think probably one of, one of the biggest that I, that I had was, um, you know, there, there's a sense when you want to, make things happen in a hurry that you you tend to sometimes you overstep and you think okay i can do this you know and you and you say that you're going to do something and then all of a sudden you get kind of knee deep in it and you're like oh crap i cannot do this you know hmm. and you realize that you can't and then it becomes a problem so and now you've hmm. got to fix the problem that you've just kind of stepped knee deep into and um, that was a big, really eye-opening thing for me, you know, is that you really need to evaluate before you jump into something, you know, don't just jump in and think, okay, it'll work out because <laughs> in business, that could be a bad thing. I've also mm -hmm. really learned for me too, is to, you know, get advice from really good mentors, you know, people that have been in the business for a long time and have been successful at what they're doing. You know, get some really good advice, you know, listen to people and say, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking about doing. Does it sound like a good idea, bad idea? What do you think? You know, and and listen to actually what they say. And if they say, you know, okay, that's a bad idea, <laughs> then actually listen to that. Because I mean, it seriously, you know, if you if you kind of just 
like I say, and again, I think that goes back to the whole humility thing. You know, if you get arrogant and you think, okay, well, I'm just going to listen. I'm not going to listen to them. I'm just going to do what I want to do. You know, that can end up biting you. And um, that happened to me. I mean, I did something and two mentors said, you know, they thought that it was a bad idea. And I was like, you know, well, I want to do it anyway. And it bit me and it bit me bad. And so I learned from, I learned very valuable lesson in that, in that you just, that's not a wise way to do things. So, you know, you live and you learn and you learn a lot of lessons from failure, a lot. A lot of L's in there, in that sentence. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> That's true. You know, it's always good when you can combine uh, learning and loving and everything. <laughs> It yeah. all comes together at one point. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It, 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 all, it all comes back full circle. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing and being so open and candid with us. So what essential qualities must a leader possess to be successful besides the, the being humble? And how do you cultivate that uh, quality in yourself and your team? I think two of the most important ones would be persevering perseverance and resilience. You know, the reality is, is that troubles are going to come and problems are going to come and challenges are going to come. And some of them are small and some of them are really big. And you have to look at it as I'm not going to let this stop me. I've just got to figure out the way to, to deal with it, you know? And again, that goes back to, you know, getting advice or doing whatever you need to do to figure it out, but you figure out a way to push through, you know, there, I've had more than one person tell me, you know, that with all the things that have been thrown, thrown at me over the last 18 months, most people in my shoes would have walked away and they just would have said, forget it. Don't just let it go. <laughs> just don't do it anymore. You know, and, and, and there was more than one time that I felt that way. there's more than been more than one time that I not almost walked away from all of it. Hmm. And The reason I didn't was because I, I love what I do. I love helping people. My why, it always goes back to your why. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been said so many times, but it is the gospel truth. You know, mm -hmm. if your why is strong enough, then you can get through anything. Hmm. Are you connecting the why, your personal why also to your team? I think so. You know, I, I believe, you know, most of the people that work with me, all have some kind of caregiving, caregiving story. You know, if they haven't personally taken care of somebody, they know of somebody that in their family that has. And so they all understand the mission. They all understand the goal. They all can relate and they all can, can feel like, okay, yeah, you're right. We know who you're helping because, you know, mom takes care of her mom or, you know, whoever it is. Um, so yeah, every, I, that's been kind of a goal of mine that everybody that really kind of works with me, I want them to really understand why we're doing what we're doing. Hmm. It absolutely resonates with me. And that is also why, you know, when, when we met even the, those 18 months ago or so, yeah. so it is always was what, what I was resonating with you the most and what I had the understanding of like, yeah, so caregiving, I understand I did care for my mom, as you know. And so it just, It's just instantly there. So yeah, okay, I know what, why you're doing this and why it's so important. Uh, so as soon as you're in in a position like that, you just get it. And everybody of us uh, is getting into that um, position, situation uh, eventually. Yeah. So yeah, 
so I, I really see the, the, the growth in you from when we first met, uh, also on a Zoom call, I think it was, and uh, as we do. Yeah. And yeah. now where you're at right now, and I'm, I feel really honored and, and also see the, the, the growth in all that you're doing and it's expanding. So um, I really appreciate you, Tracy. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's, it's been a journey, you know, it's been a journey, um, some good, some bad, you know, but like everybody else, you know, um, it's not, it's like the old saying, you know, it's not how many times you get knocked, knocked down, it's how many times you get back up again. And, exactly. you know, what you learn from being knocked down. And, mm -hmm. you know, I've learned a lot. And um, I've, I've just been very blessed to have a lot of really great people along the journey that have helped me, you know, kind of get back up again and get back on the horse and say, okay, we're going to go again. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. That's right. So, you know. Beautiful. So this brings me already to my final question. As you know, uh, it's the personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? <laughs> Um, I think probably, wow, goosebumps with my family. Um, I think probably that would have been in March of this year. Um, I was able to, um, my mom and I had been living in a really small place. Um, when my dad died, you know, he was, he was destitute. My mom only got $5,000 when he died, um, in order for us to survive, um, a place to stay, we moved into 428 square feet. And I gave her, it was a one bedroom, one bath. I gave her the bedroom and I slept on the kitchen floor for a mm. year. And in March of this year, we were able to move into a three bedroom, two bath home at, that I rent. And mm. um, it's mm. it was really, it was a really good thing. You know, we had, we had both really struggled being in such a small place and, um, you know, mentally it just kind of, it kind of wore on both of us. And so just being able to get to a new place, a bigger place, it was funny. We walked in to just see the house, um, to see if we liked it. And the living room was almost as big as the place we were at. <laughs> and I, we were both like, wow, this is really big. You know, it was because you just, you know, but you know, you do, you do what you have to do. You know, um, it was a way for us to stay together. And, you know, I, it, I felt like it was my responsibility to take care of her. And so, mm. you know, the only way we could do that was to stay in the small place. And so it worked, you know? And so, yeah, that was, that was very, a very surreal moment the day we finally moved in here and mm. um, was very, very, very blessed. Well, it's more than just a goosebumps moment for the ages. It's also very inspirational. So thank you, Tracy, for sharing this beautiful moment with thank your mom. You. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you, Tracy, for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. And I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you share with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. It was my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for listening and as always, energizing results for you and your loved ones. As we anchor another transformative episode, remember, if today's tales resonated, then that's your ripple moment calling. Let's amplify this impact 
I invite you with all earnestness to raid and champion Royal C Suite Truth, to a fellow pioneer, a visionary who craves this caliber of insights and transformation, for a deeper plunge into the harmonious realms of business growth with home life motivation, set your course to royal.org and become part of our Ripple of Impact Alliance, where mere ripples evolve into formidable waves. Until our paths intertwine again, remain that beacon, cherish the impact, and above all, revel in every step of your journey.